Thanks for making amazing music, and we're going to make some more music today. I hope you join in. Music is good, you know, music is just awesome. I was, it so happens that over the last four or five days, I was in Nashville. I've never really been to Nashville. I didn't know what it was. I heard about how great the place is. It's a city or town of music. So I was at a conference. Um, and uh, I decided to take my family with me because Juliana uh, had a final uh, last week and we really haven't gotten seen her a whole lot. So I decided maybe it's good that we all go together and uh, everything that, anything that, uh, we always, I was busy in, in, the, in the conference and or Juliana did ever was sleep over there. But the point is, Nashville is just alive, it's full of music. And uh, one evening at the end of the conference, um, we had a chance to go down to downtown, the Broadway, and um, it was just so amazing. There were like thousands of people walking in the nighttime, and just about every storefront has been converted to concert venue or hall. So basically what they do is they just hop from store or concert venue to uh, a storefront just to enjoy different types of music, mostly country songs. So that was really awesome, you know. But as I was doing it, I always realized, and I'm listening to somebody's uh, play music or sing, I said, how come I was not born with music? I'm like, I, can't, I can't carry a tune. You know, I'm always off the beat. My daughters, they always correct me, off the key, off the tune. I'm surprised that, that I actually played saxophone when I was in junior high school and high school. And uh, I realized that I was doing it because it's simple, you know, marching songs or, and the same go marching. And it was like little, I needed it, this music sheet right in front of me so I can do this. Without it, I'm nothing. I cannot do anything. But I know I did it because... You know, my, I wanted to play football, and my father would not sign that form because it's too dangerous and all that kind of thing. So I want to be on the football field, so the only thing I could do was join the bands. I had to learn how to play saxophone. That's what I did for a few years. But then when I was in the hospital uh, reading the book of Psalm, and I was shocked, and I said, God, you are not fair. Because if you read the book of Psalm, it talks about how we are to sing to the Lord and make music, play the instrument skillfully and said, God, you are not fair because I cannot sing. I can play. This is only for those who have gifts and talents for that. Why did you do this? And I was I actually counted how many times in the book, just the book of Psalm, how, much, how many times God encourages us, in fact, commends us, demands us to sing praise, sing to him, make music. It's about 130 some four times uh, he's been telling us to do that. Sing to the Lord. Sing to him. I will sing. Play skillfully. Make music. Make music. Hundred some forty some 134 times exactly in accordance with the NIV. And I was saying... God, you are not fair. You could have done better. Why did you have to make us to sing like that? Because I can't even carry his tune. 
It goes on. I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. I will sing to the Lord, for he has been good to me. Therefore, I will praise you among the nations, O Lord. I will sing praises to your name. It just goes on and on. And then how we are to play skillfully. Psalm 33, sing to him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. Psalm 81, sing for joy to God our strength. Shout aloud to the God of Jacob. Begin the music. Strike the tambourine. Play the melodious harp and lyre. It just just goes on and on. I'm just saying, this, this isn't for me. This just isn't for me. I suppose because of this, you know, in the older days, people have a tendency, or we have a tendency of looking at something and translating or interpreting just the way it is. And that's the good. It gives us a wonderful and great discipline to do so. But you must sometimes ask, what was God's intent? I often talk about, I'm not a lawyer, but I have learned enough from attending one law course. The law is not about what is written the law is about the intent of what is written. I remember studying, I was so shocked when I was in college studying that. Oh, it's all about intent. Why? Why, why, why that law was written? There's a reason for it. You can't always explain the reason, but always reason for it. It's not what's in it. Sometimes it's a scripture. What was the intent of a scripture? The book some focuses on the singing with our voice, playing skillfully the instruments. Perhaps that is why, if you look at our churches for several hundred years, or just we just focus so much on the music, and we should. You go to traditional church, you have this choir and some big churches you have like on Sundays like today two three hundred choir members singing just amazing some praise songs and then you got orchestra all just on the on the first floor just playing orchestra skillfully with them and then audience or the congregation just just praises along with beautiful wonderful just the way it is depicted in the Bible the book of Psalms but then I challenge you to ask this question. What was the intent? Was it intent strictly just to, just to sing songs, play skillfully the music? I challenge you today that God's intent is for us to make music with our hearts with our hearts. Yes, we can go make all kinds of music we want with the guitars and, and harps and, 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 uh, and violins and drums. Yes, we can. These are just instruments. Just instruments. When you do listen to some of this Amazing music, amazing music, orchestra, especially when you listen to orchestra. I know a lot of people don't even care to listen to orchestra. When you listen to orchestra and you close eyes through those instruments, you can actually, actually see the, the, the music painting 
the stillness of nights, painting this amazing, beautiful colors of, of the gardens, or even the storms of the day. It does all that. You can picture it being due to that. But God's intent of using those instruments, it's a metaphor for which our hearts should be able to create that kind of music. Our heart through just a vocal cord? No. Our heart through our faith, hope, and love. When you love one another, it plays amazing music, sometimes better than the harp, better than the guitar. When you embrace somebody, when you, when, you, when you forgive somebody, you know what kind of music it's making? Oh, wow, that is most beautiful music you can ever, ever make. When you are in sort of a tension with somebody and you don't really want to talk to that person and you go and say, hey, can we have a coffee together? You know, that's a music. Tell me which music, which instrument will sound better than that? I believe, I know so, that's a God's intent. See, God, Jesus, when he talks about something, when he gives something to do, when he says something to do, it's always in parable. And God says, play skillfully. It is his way of saying, play skillfully. Learn how to make music with one another. That's his intent. Not just focus on the instrument. How sad would it be, and we should strive for the excellence, but you just go through an exercise, a practice, amazing choir and praise him, and we're focused so much on the actual frequency, the sound of it, and we fail to develop the relationship. Is that a music to God's eyes? No. Perhaps to the judges of the music, maybe. But that's not the real world. The real world was amongst us. As for me, in order for me to be able to make music in my life, I learned to live with two things. It's something that I actually shared uh, with my clients at this conference. Number one is my own way of demonstrating humility. And that's so much about demonstrating, but I, God, God actually made me to, to show that uh, humility. He humbled me by giving me this challenge of my life. That is to having this weak heart or, you know, you know the word. For some of the who, who are here the first time, you know, I've had a transplant twice. And my heart is still a little weak now. But that God gave me this so that I can play a new kind of music that I could have never played if my heart was strong like the way it used to be. But when you are weak, when you think you are weak, it creates different type of music for your life. Second thing uh, that I've been talking about for the entire the book of Proverbs when we're studying, that I have a plan, but my plan is to have no plan. I have a specific plan. So when I go to some place, when I go to a conference, when I go there, when I go to Korea, when I go to a different parts of the, our country to, to do the visitation, I actually go there with no plan. 
to a degree. And I just want to be able to receive what God has for me. And that helps me to play music. Yes, sometimes we go off the beat, off the tune, off the key. When we are trying to make music and we do something stupid, we're off the key now. We're off the beat. We're off the tune. But you can correct it. And you go back to the Bible. When we get to Jesus, hey, I messed that one up. Can you show me how to correct that? Correct that sound? I'm off the beat here. Your beat is like this. But my beat was whatever. <laughs> it's, it's not synchronizing. Your tune is like this. My tune is something else. Help me to tune with you. In Proverbs 30, and I talked about this several uh, weeks ago, and I, I am officially finished with the book of Proverbs, but I just can't seem to get off it. It's been on it for so long, and I'm trying to make a transition into next time I preach, it'll be something other than the book of Proverbs. But in book uh, 30, in, uh, chapter 30, uh, Proverbs 30, this this person, oh, nobody knows who he is, but it's not that important. It's, you know, some person who was in the same era as Solomon, and he's just fired up, man, and he's a man who actually, in the book of 30, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's just amazing. If you look at just content of some of the things that he said, he summarized just about everything in the uh, book of Proverbs, and one of which was, was from verse 7 and 9, two things I Ask of you, Lord, and please, please, God, please, please, God, do not refuse me before I die. He wants to make sure he has this too. That's his wish. Nothing else. Top two wishes of his life, which keeps him in humility, which helps him to make music of the heart that is in line with our God. Verse 8. Keep falsehood and lies far from me. How often do we get in trouble? How often are we off the beat? How often we are out of tune with God because there are too much of falsehood and lies are coming to us. So he wants God's blessing to be protected from all those falsehoods and lies. That's why we need to come and seek God, seek the Holy Spirit to, to put a shield around us from the falsehood and lies. And then it says, give me neither poverty nor riches. It goes on to explain, but just give me only daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, who is the Lord? That's really off the tune now, Right? Then it says, or I may become poor and steal, and so dishonor the name of uh, my God. Isn't that what we do sometimes when we don't have enough? When we like 
thought that we were supposed to be advancing or get the promotion. You don't get that. And we are trying to now, next time, trying to steal the promotion. It's, same. it's not just the money. It's not just the food, guys. When you do those things, we're trying to take away, even though you think you earned it, away from somebody. You're stealing, then you dishonor. You are off the beat with God. You're not in turn with Him. Keep falsehood and lies far from me. If that happens, yes, you can make music. Music of the heart. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only daily bread. I have a plan, and that plan is no plan. If you live like that, you could make music in your business, with your friends, your workplace, in your community, and you will be edified. God will exalt you. God will find favor in you. When you do these things, then you are truly living a life, not as your business is my life, but as your life is my business. When you live with the attitude of your business, your friend's business, your co-worker's business is your life, but instead of that, you say, your life, you're, you're, you know, you're going to your friends and say, your life is my business. You are now ready to make that real music. You cannot make that real music if you're saying, your business is my life. It's hard to make real music God wants us to make. But when you're interested, when you are careful, the life of others, that's when you can make the music that God desired us to do so that you will be lifted up by God. So it's time to make some paradigm shift. Yes, we've been conditioned to this day that music is something that we only hear through instruments or the voice of vocal cords. But it's far, far more than that. God is, God's intent is to make music through our lives. And that's in Ephesians 5, 18 through 20. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Verse 19, speak. You don't always have to play. You don't always have to sing. Speak. Talk to one another with psalm, with hymns, and spiritual songs. Then sing and make music in your heart. Not just with the instruments or your vocal voice, but sing and make music in your heart to the Lord. Always give thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. When I was uh, in Nashville last week, um, we have this tradition. Uh, every time we get together in different cities, I gather my clients, and we treat them with a nice dinner. And we've been doing this for at least the last 10 years. It's almost like, uh, it's almost like uh, 
sort of a little, you know, close to uh, like, like wedding reception. It's really nice. We have, usually have about 100 uh, some people uh, attend that dinner. And the way we do is that we don't go to that client dinner. We don't go and try to sell our services. We never talk about those things. We do not talk about business at all. We talk about doing life together. And we got to the point where people are telling me, Tim, you know, I come to this IPI conference every year, and I know what the conference is going to talk about, the usual, you know, uh, technology, innovations, all that kind of good things. But I come just to hear your 15, 20-minute talk messages because I talk about life. And it just, that humbles me uh, well as, as much. So that, uh, this was just last Thursday. Last Thursday, we, we had this uh, uh, get-together. We had about 90 people showed up, and they were having just great time. And then uh, had a little reception. It was my turn to say something, uh, which I did. And talk about the music of the heart. There's something similar to what I was talking about. That, that I was pleased to be able to uh, get along and mingle with you for the last 10 years. And what we've done last 10 years that we have actually made music. And they were touched by it. And, uh, and then I, at the end, uh, usually I have one of the, my clients actually pray for dinner. And uh, Juliana came along this time. She doesn't usually come. So I asked, even though she was the, the youngest person in that room, just asked her to come and just pray of a blessing and to encourage the clients, and she prayed. So after dinner, and while having the dinner, there was some, you know, you know, some dancing going on, and some of this uh, waitress came to me in sort of like, almost in like uh, tears, and saying how much it meant for them just to be able to pause during your message, not just doing their work, just standing in the peripheral of the room and just listening to the message and the prayer, it just healed them so much. And then I was just doing my thing, saying hello to my clients, and I turn around, and Juliana is just actually praying for some of the other ones, holding hands, praying, in wide open. You know what that is? That's making music. That's not just praying for them. That's, a, that's doing life together. That's about your life is my business. That's making a music. Tell me any other music. Do we have some band out there? That moment, just seeing for them to come, your message, your just little talk, just touch me, hugs. Your prayer really helped me to lift me up during this difficult time in my life. Guys, that is making music that God is pleased with. Going back to Proverbs, chapter, verse two. I mean, chapter 2, verse 10. For wisdom will enter your heart. What do we say the wisdom? The book of Proverbs was all about wisdom. And then we say wisdom is the essence of Jesus. The essence of Jesus will enter your heart. When the essence of Jesus has entered your heart, then you can, yeah, now make music. 
Proverbs 4. Above all else, guard your hearts, for it is the wellspring of life. We must guard our hearts because our hearts has been entered, penetrated by the wisdom that which is the essence of our Lord Jesus Christ. Happy hearts makes the face cheerful. In other words, make some music. Proverbs 27, 19, as water reflects a face, so man's heart reflects the man. So let's make some music, guys. Let's make some music. Last week, last week uh, Saturday, not yesterday. I know yesterday you had a wonderful time together with the men's um, breakfast. I got to see everything. They sent me a picture of how you were just, again, holding hands and praying. And I was watching and uh, through a text message that you sent me, praying over for you just the same time. I think um, uh, David uh, sent me that uh, while you were actually doing it. So I was able to be with you during that period of time. So a week before that, uh, we, had, we had a leadership uh, retreat. And we were making some music with the love and with tears. Yes, we didn't have harps. We had some guitars. We didn't have hearts. We didn't have uh, some other instruments. But we had tears. We had love. We made some music. We made some powerful music in their leadership by coming together. And we agreed to make more music. And we agreed to make more music. At the end, we kind of got together. What can we do to create more music as we come together? And these are some of the things that was written down. Juliana was there, and she helped us to summarize uh, that writing. This was done right at the retreat, the vision. Bringing God's glory through coming together. When you come together, you make music. Coming together hungry in spirit. When his glory falls even more, it will be enough to draw in the people. Worship in spirit and truth. And learning to wait on God. What do we need to remove from us so that we can go forward and make some more music? Stop double lives, hypocrisy. Must be same in Christ and outside of it. Be consistent at church, work, school, home, etc. Single-mindedness, accountability to fully eradicate sin. As we eradicate our sins, our wrongdoings, our music becomes more and more in tune with our Lord Jesus Christ. What we need to add, fullness of the love of Christ, healing ministry, must stay because they felt most, I'm sorry, most people that come, they stay because they felt loved. That sounds like music to me. And we need to do more fellowship together. We live in this society where we're so independent. I do my thing, you do your thing. I come, my responsibility on Sunday is do my thing and just go home. Let's do fellowship more. Get together more. Just like the book of Acts 2. They were able to 
come together daily basis, pray together, share together, broke bloods together. They did everything together. And God added to that group. And you, the lastly, do your assignments. So these are some of the things we talk about as to how we can make more beautiful and wonderful music. So let us make that music. Let us live that way and make that music so that we can be found in favor in God's sight. Let us pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for making music in our lives. The fact that you sent your son to us, that was music to our ears, Father. Thank you for that. You represented love. That's music to us, Father. You came and forgave all our sins, Father. That's music to us, Father. May we be able to make music with one another, Father, that we will begin to speak to one another with the psalms and softness and hymns and spiritual songs that we will continue to make music in our hearts um, as we edify, we just adore you, Father. Thank you for this morning. And may you continue to bless us as we continue to seek your favor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.